Hey, everybody, it is Friday. <laughs> From the studios of Graham Fork's Best Source, it is time now for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And standing by, we have got realty expert John Brodeen, and we'll be talking with him in just a minute. Life with its many stages. From the, my little one has just arrived stage to the, I have arrived stage. From the first home you'll ever buy to the one home you'll have forever. No matter where you find yourself in life, your forever agent will be there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. For you, for life. All right, and uh, we are back, and uh, here we are. John Brodeen is in the studio with us. Uh, you got to like that commercial uh, oh, where yeah. they show the first arrived part of I it. Know, uh, I that's know. coming, man. I thought of that as, what, as we were watching <laughs> that know. together. Yeah, uh, it's funny how you think of this kind of stuff, I but uh, uh, got to be pretty exciting time around your house yeah. right now. I would imagine. Yeah, wife's a little miserable. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I know um, she's ready for it to be over with. The last, well, it was almost a month ago that you were in the studio with uh, us before, and um, yeah. I've noticed the last couple of times that has been. Your turn to uh, come into the studio for these uh, podcasts. You've got more of a grin on your face. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> interesting. You've got a lot of exciting times coming ahead of you, my friend. Yeah. No idea what to expect. Yeah. Well, um, I'd have the grin. Just yeah. enjoy it while you can. Before yeah. you know it, they're going to be old, and you're going to have grandkids. That's what everybody says. I know. I know. Yeah, and, and and I tell that to people all the time. Yeah. Um, I can remember when my kid was, you know. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And now he's 35 and I got two grandkids. So I think I'm probably most excited for like the toddler stage. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's what when really they can exci- start to move around yeah. and, and walk around and then, then they're cute. Then they start talking a little bit. Yep. We've got some friends who have kids that age and they're, oh, sure. they're just adorable. So yeah, we're kind of lucky. Our neighbors um, have a three-year-old. Oh, okay. And uh, so she's over at our house all the time. And so my grandkids were there yesterday, and she is about the same age, and oh. she calls me Papa. Oh, well. Yeah. So then the neighbor started calling me Papa, the neighbor's <laughs> kid. It's like, no, you could still call, you know. But yeah. um, anyway, um, we should probably talk about some real estate stuff, yeah. don't you think? Um, you know, it was funny. I was talking to some people the other day uh, about uh, part-time realtors and, and things like that, and, and there's a lot of them out there, and you know, a lot of people. Their friends might do it part time. Yeah, yeah. And so you go, well, I know this guy. I'll let him represent me or him or her or whatever. And, and a lot of the times it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And then you're afraid the friendship's going to end and all of that kind of stuff. But is there a number one sign that you're not working with a good real estate agent? Yeah. So there, there's plenty of red flags to look for. The number one thing that I would look for is somebody who is a yes man or a yes woman. Oh, sure. Um, if you if you find that um, the person is just always asking you what you want to do and never really offering any any help or mm-hmm. not offering any advice, um, it could be because they really lack that knowledge and all they're able to do is just ask you what you want to do and then pass it on. And in that case, they're really just a messenger. Right. They're not an advocate. They're not an expert. They're not giving you professional advice. They're just a messenger and it's just a middleman essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Um, yeah, the number one the number one thing to spot is if somebody is just a yes man or yes woman. They're just an order taker. Um, they don't offer their they don't offer input. They don't offer um, some suggestions on what options you have. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's maybe they're afraid to have the uh, the tough conversations with you. Sure. Um, maybe they're so eager to please you that they're just going to tell you whatever you want to hear, um, and you know. 
they they don't really care what decision you make just as long as they can get a deal closed and you know and, and you know those are a lot of the uh real estate agents that um they're just trying to get by for now mm-hmm. uh they, they might not care or or think about the consequences later on in their career yeah um but i know uh you guys at berkshire hathaway um i know you become friends with your clients um i know you stay in touch with your clients but some of that stuff can bite you in the butt and people are going to remember that years down the line and go, oh, wait a minute. I had a bad experience with those people before. And, yeah. and it, so you got to be thinking about your future, too, as a realty or a realty, realty expert. Yeah. And if you're just out to please everyone and if you're only just telling them what they want to hear, you're not going to always be giving them very good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a reason that, uh, that the person hired a professional. Um, they want your professional advice. Sometimes you might have to tell them stuff they don't want to hear, but sure. it's going to benefit them in the long run. Right. And that's something where they're going to be really thankful later on that you brought that to their attention and that, you know, if they, if people are more likely to have a, a good outcome, if they're working with a really good professional and they take that professional's advice, um, it, it's, it's really common that you, that you have these agents, you know, like you mentioned, maybe part-time agents, mm-hmm inexperienced agents or just agents who aren't that good they're not assertive enough to actually disagree with their client like one of the common things people love their own house so much that it leads them to want to overprice it yeah sometimes you have to have that tough conversation like hey i know you love your house but if we price it where you want to price it we're not going to get a good result Mm -hmm. it's going to end up costing you a lot of extra time a lot of extra hassle and we're going to end up selling it for less than it's really worth um you know another thing is you know, this, I know you're really hot on this house, but here are some of the downsides that you're not thinking of, you know, an agent who just wants to push a deal through or just wants to get a listing, they'll take that listing at an overpriced, um, you know, listing price, Mm -hmm. which will end up with a bad result for their client. It'll probably put strain on their relationship with their client. The client's going to think you did a bad job for them Mm. because you had a really long drawn out listing process. The, you had to price reduce many times. Their expectations were so high because you never told them that, hey, this this is what the market shows and this is where you're at. These are two different things. You never had that conversation. And maybe you didn't know or maybe you were just too scared to tell them. But in the end, that's not going to be the type of real estate agent that person's going to want to go through when they make another transaction. Right. I mean, if you fast forward <clears throat> and, and there is bad things that happen, <clears throat> excuse me, I would rather um, be the guy to say, well, I told you so, than them saying, Nobody told me that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. And, uh, and you know, it's there are occasionally times where you run into people who don't want to take your advice and they mm-hmm. might do something. And, you know, there's been situations where I've lost listings because we were just, they maybe they were getting told one thing by an inexperienced agent who just wanted to promise the world in order to get the listing. And then I was on the realistic side and they went with the agent who, you know, said, Hey, we can sell this thing for 370,000. When I said we can sell it for 320,000 and eventually it ends up selling for 320,000. Mm-hmm. They're probably not going to be using that agent again. When they do another transaction, they're probably going to be calling me or once they've price reduced it to 330,000 and this agent still couldn't sell it, even though they said they could sell it for 370,000, they might cancel with that first agent and come back to me. Um, you know, that's, that sort of thing has happened a few times, but most of the people who get in touch with me now, they, they trust me. They have probably, gotten in touch with me because of many positive recommendations from other people who have used me. Mm -hmm. I find that the majority of people who, who hire me are hiring me for my advice and they're more than happy to take my advice. They just want to be told, they want to be told what the best move is, 
how do I do it? And I, you know, sometimes things also sound too complicated. Like if I recommend, if we've got plenty of time before we need to get this house on the market and I recommend a few updates and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, little upgrades we can make that are going to help you sell it faster and for way more money. Um, you know, I also, I'm not just going to leave you there. Uh, I'm going to say, okay, so for this update, you want to hire, you want to, um, get in touch with this person. They'll be able to get out here and do it for you. For this part, you want to contact this person. They'll get out here and do it for you. In some cases, if the person's left the area already, I even arrange for all of that. I get them in there um, and make it as minimal stress and hassle on that client as possible. Um, but yeah, so like like we talked about, some signs you're working with an, an agent who's kind of a yes man, order taker, um, messenger type rather than an expert mm-hmm. advisor is they're going to shy away from those difficult conversations. They're not going to have the backbone to be able to stand up to you if they disagree with you. And they might just agree just to try to get further on in the transaction rather than to help you avoid some major issues and disagree with you. Um, you know, they might, the, probably the number one thing is they're never going to ask, they're never going to give their input. They're always just going to ask you, okay, so what do you want to do now? Okay. I'll go tell them that. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the most common thing you hear. You can say, so in this situation, you've got these options. This is what I'd suggest doing. Um, you know, that's what you'll probably hear from an expert agent from a inexperienced agent. It's going to be, okay, so what do you want to go back to them with? Okay. I'll do that. Then done. Have you ever had a client that's a know-it-all? They, yeah. they, 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 where it's to the point where you, you start thinking to yourself, why did you even call me since you obviously know everything, but you don't really say that to their face, but you know what I mean? I've had, what do I've you, had how too. do you deal with those kind of people? Um, you, you know, it's all about in the way you communicate. Um, that's part of the skill of being a really good real estate agent is you have to, um, I guess it sounds a little dirty to say it this way, but you, you do have to be able to persuade them to make the right decision. Mm-hmm. And it's all about in the way that you communicate it. You don't want to just fight with them. You don't want to be like, sure. well, you want to do this. I want to do this. I think you should do it my way. This is my way. This is your way. You have to, it's really about educating them because, you know, if they're a know-it-all and they think that their way is the best, and if they're not right, it's probably because of lack of information. So you have to, you know, maybe they think their house is worth 370000 and the market says it's worth 330000 We can say, okay, these houses that are your same size, your same, you know, your built, your same square footage, the highest one is sold for $125 a foot. Now, these are the pictures of this home. So you can see they redid the kitchen like two years ago, um, all new flooring. They have steel siding that they did a couple years ago. They have all new windows. They have a new roof. Now, yours has an updated kitchen, but it doesn't have a new roof. It has old windows. It has old siding. Um, the bathroom's outdated. This one has a brand new bathroom, you know, and, um, when people are presented with the correct information, if, if you're a good real estate agent, you're able to, you're able to let the information speak for itself, the research. And usually people are able to make rational decisions, even if they came in kind of knowing it all. Um, so I, you know, occasionally you find out that it's just not going to be a very good fit for you guys to work together. Um, other times, you know, it might be difficult, but then you guys do get on the same page and you do end up working together. It just depends, um, how, how far apart you are on things mm-hmm. and if they're willing to listen to advice, you know? So uh, do you recommend, uh, if, if you've got a friend who's a part-time realtor, uh, using them or, uh, you know, what if you're, they're like your best college buddy or something, yeah. but you still don't, I mean, then you just blame it on the wife say, well, she wanted to go with these people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's one, that's one route. And, and you know, last week too, we, we talked about, um, you know, the, the, the financial, 
guys, the, the financial guys, you know, the, the Dave Ramseys and, and the Grant Cardones. And, yeah. and there's people that go by that, too. But gosh darn it, when it comes time to buying or selling a house around here, go to a realty expert. Yeah. So to, to answer your question about if I there, there are a few exceptions to that. I mm-hmm. will say that there are I could probably probably three or four in town that mm-hmm. I could say that they're part time agents in the sense that they have a different job. But they do a lot of business. They're very knowledgeable. They're okay. experienced, um, and some. So there are a few of them. Not very many. The, mm-hmm. the you know nine out of ten of these part-time agents is not good. Right. Um, if you're going with a friend of yours because you feel obligated or you want to do them a favor, it's sometimes not always the best. You know, if they're not if they're not top of the line, you mm-hmm. know, best agent that you could get in your situation. Um, it's going to put some really strain on you know your friendship because you're going to be upset that they're not doing as good of a job as they should be doing. Um, you're you're going to start to resent that a little bit. You are paying them a lot of money, and you want to be able to get that value like you would be getting if you would have hired a top agent. So that's an awkward situation to be in. I don't really envy, envy people that are in that situation, but. Um, you know, I, every yeah. Sunday or Saturday now when I open up our part-time newspaper and they have got the big ads from certain realty companies uh, and they picture all the realtors mm-hmm. there um, every week. It's like, wow, I never know they did that, too. Yeah. You know, it's like I didn't know they did that. Yeah, I, I know that they do this, but I didn't know that they were doing this also. And it's, it seems like it's somebody different new all the yeah. time. If you're if you're selling five houses a year how how good at it could you possibly be mm. you know you need a lot of reps on something to get really really good at it you need to be doing something very often to not be rusty and to be up to date on the latest changes to be up to date on the latest trends to really have your finger on the pulse of the market um, and if you're not doing enough transactions this is not to say that the person who does the most transactions in town is necessarily the best um, you want to look at their track record on how good of a job they're actually doing for their clients are they outperforming the average um, but when it comes to somebody who's like full-time level of production versus a very part-time level of production, almost always the full-time person is not going to make those same silly mistakes that the part-time person is going to make. Um, you know, okay. the type of mistakes cost you a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of hassle, might lose a friend. Right. Well, I tell you what, if you deal with a realty expert like John Brodeen or anybody at Berkshire Hathaway, uh, you're not going to be thinking to yourself, Am I working with a good real estate agent? Uh, because it's pretty obvious. If somebody wants to get a hold of real estate expert, John Brodine, how do they do that? So if they want to get to know me a little bit better, get to know the market, follow me on Instagram, subscribe to me on YouTube. If you want to become a client or you have real estate questions for me, reach out to me on my cell phone, 701-213-5428. Um, yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to talk. Hey, have yourself a great weekend, man. Yeah, you too, John. And uh, see you in about three weeks, yep, hopefully. Yep. Yes. All right. Here. Have yourself a great one, man. There we go. That's your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast, your realty expert, John Brodeen in the studio. Uh, and from all of us at Berkshire Hathaway and Grand Forks Best Source, hey, have yourself a great weekend, okay?